Wow. Boop, 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 boop. That was a lot. I feel cleansed. <sighs> I feel like we went through some shit. <laughs> this is a journey of a podcast. Came out the other way. <laughs> Hey guys, and welcome back to Millennials Give Advice, episode five. Yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome. Little life update. I want to tell them about the wedding. Mm-hmm, tell them. Okay, you might have seen on Conrad's Facebook post that we were supposed to have this out by the 21st. The reason that was delayed was that we had a little bit of funky times because mm-hmm. we were really busy. Uh, my sister got married this past Friday, mm-hmm. so I was busy, made of honoring life around me. And yeah. um, contributing to the wedding, and Conrad was there, and it was super fun. Shout out to Danielle and Randy, who are on their honeymoon right now in California and then Hawaii. It was my first wedding, and I felt very well taken care of by Dana's family and extended family and all that. And I got to be, meet even more. Meet even more of family. the family. Yeah. And we used the tips we told you guys last time. We did, Yeah. 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 A lot of small talk. <laughs> a lot of small talk and a lot of names, um, but I'm starting to learn names now, which is kind of cool. Now Dana can tell me stories about her family, and I can put bases to those names. And stories. Yeah, all bad stories, guys, so watch out, because now I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, they were good stories. But let's go to this week's topic. topic. This week's topic is a sensitive one. Yeah, it was my idea, and Dana has helped me in trying to navigate it. Yeah, trying to navigate it and put it into uh, context that works, I guess. Yeah. Again, we are millennials, Mm -hmm. and we give advice. We give advice, Mm -hmm. and uh, we are not experts. Yeah. So there's a little disclaimer for this episode, which is it kind of goes without saying. But everything that we talk about is our experiences. They're very personal. Uh, we are a cisgender, heterosexual couple. And we know that although we're going to be talking about the differences between men and women, they're really rooted in our own understandings and, and our own social like encounters. Yeah. Right. These are just from things that we've experienced. This does not mean that if you are a woman, you should be experiencing things and that we're saying that all women or all men um, are like this or that. So yeah, the difference between men and women, there's a lot of them. What we, what we just talked about brings me to an article that I read in, in Forbes um, that was published in 2016. Uh, by Carol Kinsey Goman. She lists the differences between men and women in the workplace. And they conducted a study where they asked a bunch of men and a bunch of women what they thought were their top three communication strengths. Mm-hmm. Okay, For females, they said, one, the ability to read body language and pick up nonverbal cues. I feel strongly connected to that. Right? <laughs> Two, good listening skills. This is, these, these are their top three communication strengths. And then the third one was effective display of empathy. Okay? I'm going to go through them again. Ability to read body language and pick up nonverbal cues, good listening skills, and then effective display of empathy. Okay, so what is it for men? For men, the three strengths were commanding physical presence, hmm. direct and to-the-point interactions, and effective display of power. 
Ooh. How we're connecting this to us, right? How mm-hmm. do we do this? Well, I've been learning some things about Dana and about myself through having this relationship. Mm-hmm. And some things that I've learned is that we interpret things differently. We read situations differently. We feel differently. Totally. And although some of it is because we're different people with different backgrounds and different experiences, but a lot of it I've started to kind of clock and realize that it's based in our social upbringings as men and women. Totally. And that makes me think of Comrade and I have talked about before how I tend to say sorry a lot or um, get quiet. And Conrad tends to speak very confidently and not really apologize. He speaks unapologetically, you know. He has his opinions and he'll say what he thinks um, in a kind way, but not, in, but not in an apologetic way where I tend to make sure everybody feels like, okay, and if I feel like I've said anything remotely offensive or I don't know. I just tend to apologize a lot. I think it has to do with women um, the empathy thing and reading body language. Um, I feel like if someone's mood or physical alignment changes while I'm speaking to them, I, I want to make sure I didn't shift anything from what I've said in a negative yeah. way. So I feel like I'm constantly trying to navigate the person I'm talking to where yeah. I feel like men um, from with Conrad and with men in my life kind of say what they mean and feel confident that's what they mean and if it affects the other person okay we can talk about it but that's mm-hmm. not my first concern I want to just say what I want to say so, which is great I think that's really beautiful in a lot of ways and I've told Conrad too my co-worker at work I work at a gelato shop and behind the counter um, when we're scooping or making coffees or whatever I work with this one guy who is a very um, confident man and Whenever we're going around, whenever I work with women, I notice we will both say, oh, sorry, when we bump into each other or we're moving around the counter. It's a lot of sorry's, excuse me, my bad. Mm-hmm. And with him, I find that I'll say sorry and he will just do what he needs to do and doesn't really say anything because we both know that we're so, just trying to get a job done. Yeah, if I bump into you at work, I know that it's not on purpose that you tried to do it. So I don't see a need to be like, oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to do that, or whatever. I don't I don't feel a need to, need to explain it, so I'll just like go on, I'll be like, oh, and I'll like move on. Yeah. Yeah, and that goes back to the article. One of the three strengths that women said was effective display of empathy. Right. While for men, one of the top threes was effective display of power. While you say sorry because you're displaying empathy, I know that it's not malicious or on purpose, and so I'm directing to the point, and I'll just go direct. Right. I think that has a lot to do with how we were raised. That makes me even think of the age-old, typical, stereotypical setup of like Uh husband and wife. You think of mom as the maternal, instinctual woman. Mm -hmm. You can go to to cry on the shoulder, go to for advice. Father's strong, powerful. You fear him, he'll yell at you. Protector. The roles Mm -hmm. in the house are, um, seem empathetic and powerful. That that difference. I'm I'm bringing up this stereotype um, because I think it has, it it affects the way um, we walk through the world. Possibly the reason why I say sorry because I've, Mm. that's, the um, the role I've kind of maybe subconsciously yeah. been given in my mind of the woman 
um, should be empathetic, you know, in that way. Maybe it's yeah part of our hormones and DNA, but I also think there's a large no, um, no, yeah, upbringing, exactly. which we've talked about. Yeah, and, and, and then you come to the question that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you have to change and take more space? Or is it that men have to change and be more empathetic? Or is it both? So another part of uh, one of the things that it says was that women felt like they they had three weaknesses. They asked for their three strengths and three weaknesses. And their three weaknesses for women were one, overly emotional. Mm. Two, meandering, won't get to the point. And three, not authoritative. Mm. The communication weaknesses for males, on the other hand, were overly blunt and direct, Mm. insensitive to audience reactions, and three, too confident in own opinion. Mm. And that's like totally what I feel like our relationship has been. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. It's just like, and men and women are aware of these strengths and their weaknesses. They're aware that one of their, the power for men is being powerful and the power for women is being, you know, being able to be empathetic. Um, and they know that their weaknesses are not being direct to the point and men know that their weaknesses, that they're, what is it, over, overbearing and insensitive. Yeah. Dude, I, I totally... I totally identify with those three. I've said that to you. I, yeah. I'll get ups- upset or something, and then I get really, I get more upset because I feel like I'm being overly emotional, and I, that makes me yeah. feel weak. Yeah. It makes me feel like I can't get an, at any point across, make any um, effective conversation. Mm-hmm. It makes me really upset to be upset. It's so messed up. Yeah. It goes round in circles. Yeah. And I also feel like I've had friends point out to me before that I'll start a story or I'll start uh, discussing a topic and I'll preface it. Like I'll do my own disclaimers like we did for this right. this um, episode. And where I've I'll noticed be like, that too. Oh yeah, t- totally. I'll totally be like, um, so I was talking to her and before I start the story, I just want to say that like when I talk to her, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And it's so unnecessary. And they're like, okay, just what happened? Get to the point. I, I totally right. meander because I want to, I'm so cautious of what I'm saying. It's, yeah, it's, you're taking care of people. Too empathetic. I, I, the directness, um, the directness of speech has so much value, and um, sensitive sensitivity of speech has so much value, and I think that both need to be recognized. Um, and maybe I can learn something from Conrad, and maybe he can learn something from me, to be, a bit more of yeah. each. Maybe, yeah. maybe no. that'll. Um, improve our character it connects totally to this article and i've noticed just in our relationship that subconsciously i am like yeah my personality is just that i'm more direct and to the point but to bring it to kind of a lighter topic Mm -hmm. and more applicable to relationships specifically Mm -hmm. i've noticed that because dana has a stronger empathetic qualities and my qualities are more direct and to the point, I notice and will catch myself being like, I'm just gliding through this 
uh, situation while Dana is taking it to heart. Okay, yeah. here's an example. Uh, it was in this room. We're in Dana's room right now. And Dana has one thing that she doesn't like, and that's bugs. She doesn't <laughs> like bugs and critters and all that stuff. Um, I, I like ladybugs and worms. Okay, yeah, she likes... <laughs> Oddly enough, she does like worms, uh, and I once I sent nice. her a cute picture of a worm because <laughs> she said there are no worms in Boston, but I said, When it rains. Worms here are some worms. When it rains, and it's so yeah. fun. Anyway, so Dana was like, oh, we had a little scare of Dana's apartment maybe having bed bugs, and I mean, that's like a terribly stressful situation to be I in I didn't anyway. have them for anyone that's wondering. I don't. Yeah, I didn't. it was a, she didn't have them, thankfully. So, yeah, one day I came over. It was our day off. And we were hanging out at Dana's apartment. And then Dana said, oh, my God, there's a bug here. Like, there's a bug on my wall. And I'm like, ah, again. Because that's something that I've noticed that Dana <laughs> keeps saying. And there are a lot of bugs in New York. And it's hot and sticky. And so there's a lot of bugs in the room sometime or whatever. Not a lot, but you can find a bug here and there. <laughs> There's, there's a bug to find there's every once in a while. Sometimes it pops up. You never know. <laughs> and then so she saw a bug, and it, sometimes it's just a speck or some lint, and sometimes it's a bug. So I'm just like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, it's not a bug. I think my habitual is to say, like, it's not a bug. Relax. Take it easy. And you're like, no, 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 no. It's a bug. It's a bug. Look at it. Look at it. T t kill it. Kill it. And I'm like, Okay. After it takes a little bit of efforting on Dana's. I have to really convince him to get the bug. Yeah, and then I get it. Um, and maybe I should be quicker to get the bug. <laughs> um, and I think that, that that's a, probably a good thing. But to get cut the short story short, I go up and I look at the bug. And it kind of looks like a bed bug. Kind of. And she says, oh, my God, is that a bed bug? Something like this. And I'm like, um, I don't know, maybe... Oh, yeah, maybe you have bed bugs. And then the whole thing escalates. I try to get the bug, but I drop it, and then we can't find the bug. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I can't find the bug. Conrad but is literally just sitting on the bed like, what? Like, he's so unaffected by what's happening. Yeah. And I was like, what? Why are you not freaking out? And so what I learned about this was <laughs> that I wasn't really – and it went too far. It went too far. Yeah. Like, I was just – I started getting irritated about it. Yeah. The fact that she was having this reaction. And I was like, dude, let it go. Okay, maybe you don't have a bed bug. Maybe you do. I don't know. And she was like, well, why aren't you empathizing with me in this situation? Like, I'm, she didn't say this, but I could tell, like, after the fact that, okay, why am I not empathizing? She's honestly worked up about this. Like, this is affecting her. She's almost, she's on the verge of crying about it. And yeah. I'm just, like, emotionally disconnected from the situation and it affected Dana negatively. And once I realized that, I was like, I'm sorry. And so that's just a small example of a situation where we're different as men and women. Yeah. And that whole, and the whole aspect of maybe men feeling, um, feeling a reaction to a situation, um, that has developed mm -hmm. where the reaction is usually, um, matter of fact, Whereas for me and maybe other women, I find um, my reaction to situation is a feeling. Usually um, maybe that feeling for that situation could have been disgust. Maybe it could have been alarm. Um, it could have been whatever. But for me, it was 
uh, okay, so what are we going to do about it? And I felt that Conrad was like, just very matter of fact, like you have bed bugs, figure it out. And I was like, well, I don't know what to do now. And I, I, I freaked out. So another one that I've noticed and to look out for is Dana would often say that I wasn't emotional. I sometimes cry a lot for no reason. Yeah, this has been a sensitive yeah. topic. For it has been a very sensitive topic for me and something that I've been working through and like noticing in myself, but it lines with these these statistics yeah. in this research here that men are maybe less or more direct to the point. And so an offset of that is being perceived as less emotional. Mm-hmm. And I think something that's talked about a lot is that let's allow men to be emotional. It's okay for men to cry. And while I have taken that to heart and been like, yeah, I know that it's okay. Just something within me doesn't feel a need mm-hmm. to always put my emotions on display and Dana has read that as me being not as emotional which is true I'm probably not as emotionally available I'm a very emotional person and that's something that Dana has said a lot since the beginning but I've always gotten hurt when Dana says you're not sharing yourself you're not being open with me and from my point of view I am Mm -hmm. but I understand that from her point of view she isn't but it's something that has caused friction yeah, that I are. <laughs> <laughs> but it, ha- it it's something that has caused friction between us. So here's the thing. Because of this kind of difference between us, I've felt that my emotions haven't been registered. Mm-hmm. And so I can feel that when Dana says I'm not emotional, that can have a negative effect. Mm-hmm. I can be like, what? I am. And then I'm like, well, oh my gosh, maybe I have to be more emotional. Maybe I have to show her that I care about her more and I have to explain and put on display how much she means to me. Like, how do I show Dana that she means so much to me when she does, but she's not picking that up? Please stop being mean to me! relationship like we've grown because we're starting to notice these things and it's necessary like one of the things when you are in a relationship with somebody you'll start to notice these differences I think and it's very likely that these differences will end up in the end of your relationship your relationship will end if you cannot work through these differences. Yeah, exactly. If there's things that you, if you don't feel like the other person um, can adjust to to your needs and be there for you how yeah. you need to be. Because if you think that I'm always, what, too confident in my own opinion. Oh, no. Wait. But like, if, if yeah, you think that, yeah, yeah, yeah. or if I'm being insensitive and 
that, that, I mean, I wouldn't want to live with somebody who I feel is insensitive. Right. Or, um, blunt, like overly blunt mm-hmm. and direct. I, mean, I actually like that together. about you, but. Yeah. But still, uh, there, there's a time, there's some moments that it's, yeah. it, does, it doesn't fit well. I, I'm reading this back to confident mm-hmm. own opinion. We've talked about this before where Conrad and I will have these little bickers over factual things. Oh yeah. Without looking it up. So we'll say like, um, I think this part of New York is, it th- is, is above this part of New York. And I'll be like, what? Right. No, it's below it. And Conrad will believe his opinion before he has the evidence. He's so confident in his opinion. And well, I, I also believe that I have the evidence. Right. Well, right. You're just so confident. Whereas I'll be like, well, I don't know for a fact, but I, I think this. And he's like, yeah. no, I know. And I'm like, okay, let's yeah. look it up. And then that will rub you the wrong way. Oh, yeah. And you'll be like, how do you know? Why, we why are you so, like, why do you say it like that? Like, <laughs> I know. Why Why don't you say, like, well, maybe you're right. I want you to be more like No, my, that's exactly, yeah. My way. Dana's like, well, <laughs> maybe you're right, Dana. But, you know, I actually think it might be like this. Yeah, and I want instead, you to I'm, be empathetic. Yeah, and instead I'm like, no, this is located here. <laughs> I know yeah. this to be a fact. And, like, I bet you it's true. Yeah, and then it gets competitive, and I'm like, what the, the hell? Yeah, and then you interpret it as being competitive. Or aggressive, whereas you're like, no, it's just how I am. It's just how I talk. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure there are our listeners, I'm sure there's at least one person you know that you can identify with one of these strengths or weaknesses that is of yeah. each of these, um, identifies with one of these genders. But, yeah, like, how do you approach that? I feel like these conversations will probably arise naturally, but the advice that I can give you is maybe from listening to our experiences, you might be more sensitive to you know, noticing when that disconnect is happening because it led to a few arguments where we didn't know why. Yeah. Like, why is this like this? Why uh, are we? Why? Why is Dana getting uh, super emotional now? Why am I perceiving that that's the case? And then now I know like, oh no, it's probably me being also kind of insensitive and direct to the point and kind of brushing over her emotions right? and, and not being noticing that I'm doing that. Yeah, exactly. No, it's no one's fault. It's a, it's just a need to understand each other better. Yeah. Misunderstanding. And the advice I would give is maybe this week, girls or guys, try to be aware of yourself and notice if yeah. girls, if you're apologizing a lot or maybe um, meandering around your words. And then if you do notice that, maybe try giving a shot, being a little more confident and going to the point. Yeah. See how you feel or how people respond to you. Yeah. And men, maybe try the empathetic hat. Try putting that see, on this week. See, that's a thing. And seeing how you feel and if people respond to you better. Yeah. And you might be surprised when you get, and you might not. But I think we're definitely going to try that out. Yeah. Um, this upcoming week, we're also not using straws this week. <laughs> Side t- note: Yeah, we're, we're not using straws. Trying to be eco-friendly and test if we can not do use it straws. and if we should get a reusable straw. Yeah. Little side note. Uh-huh. Anyways, but try that out this week. That would be my advice, and see if the world looks a little different. To you. Yeah, because that's ultimately, I think that right there is the best advice you can get. Because it's not about one person becoming more direct to the point to get up to the uh, level of, of, a man, of the other one. Yeah. yeah, or the opposite because there's definitely something I can learn from. And it will, it, it 
from my experience, it does feel weird. Like oh, because yeah. I've tried to explain myself more because it is a little put on. Yeah. I feel like, oh, this is weird. Now I'm like trying to it it, it, it feels negative because in a way it feels like I'm faking it. Right. Um, which th- then I'm like, wait, fuck, I'm faking it. Uh, yeah. I, I should be real. I should be myself. Um, uh, I shouldn't have to change for this relationship to work. Right. But it's not about that. Like, it's a habit to be a certain way. And trying to listen more and be more sensitive is ultimately a positive thing. And it's not changing who you are. It's trying something out. And I also would offer to that, um, if you do feel that way, like there are days that I've been like, okay, try to be confident. Um, Mm -hmm. I would say that saying the word and trying to just do it can feel, that can feel fake. I would offer maybe to see if there is a place um, in you, if you can think of a reason why you want to be more sensitive, a reason why you want to listen, and then maybe it'll feel less, um, feel less put on or whatever you want to call it okay guys so thanks so much for listening to this week's podcast Ooh, wow that was a heavy one that was a heavy one i hope you guys felt that we did a good an okay job of navigating a topic like that yeah it was definitely it took us like over an hour i feel like to try to just get our thoughts down and get on a path to be able to talk about this yeah so i hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode yeah i hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode i hope you guys will try out maybe a new way of living this week yeah Um, tune in next week we're gonna go with something a little lighter next time so what will it be it's a secret. It's a secret. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. So, uh, to end it off, uh-huh. this is the life. Millennials give advice. Thanks, guys. I used to feel so I always feel like when I'm talking that it's super clear. Uh, but then when I listen to it, I'm like, that's not clear at all, Conrad. That explains a lot. <laughs> Do you want to watch something? Yeah. I feel like I want a break from talking. Our lives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch someone else talk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. All right, babe. I love you. I love you, baby. And if Cut it's quite out. all right, Technology. I need you. Oh, did I just kick uh, you in the head? Uh, just a little bit. Oh, no. All right. How do I stop this thing? Can you stop this thing for me? Did you delete everything? I did. You deleted everything? Yeah.